Finally, some good news. It's not all you. When you're grumpy, unable to concentrate, tired in the mornings or evenings, yet somehow you still have your eyes wide open when you try to fall asleep at some normal time. Yes, all that. It's not your fault. Even more, when you want to throw your alarm clock through the window in the morning, don't feel productive at all, or can't explain why you're never fully rested. Well, the reason you feel this way could be because you're living on the wrong side of the time zone. Time zones haven't always been there. Our ancestors adjusted their clocks by tracking the position of the sun. Solar noon is when the sun is at the highest point in the sky. Communities all over the world would simply wait for the sun to go up and then set their clocks to noon. Of course, that way, everyone had their own system and time, because the sun couldn't be everywhere at once. So, when there was noon in New York City, Washington, D.C. was still a minute behind, waiting for its clock to tick on 12 p.m. Sounds like a mess now, but it really wasn't that big of a deal back then. In those times, people would travel from one point to another on foot or by wagon or horses, and couldn't reach destinations far enough to become aware of the time zones. But the 19th century came, and railroads were invented. Say hello to distant traveling. And it was then that it all actually turned into a complete mess. Each train station had its own time, so setting the schedule that would work in two towns, even when the distance was only 100 miles, was mission impossible. Back then, the U.S. had more than 300 local sun times. After plenty of years of negotiating, ta-da, the first four time zones were there. In the next 50 years, most of the world's countries thought about it and, in the end, decided to go for a system of international time zones. To be precise, 24 of them. They even convened a meeting and decided Greenwich, which is in England, is the zero point of time zones. So, when you go eastward, time goes back by one hour for each zone. And if you move west, you get an extra hour per zone. Making a time zone map was sort of a compromise between making a time schedule around solar noons and bluntly standardizing universal time. That meant no more checking your watch and guessing what time it could be in the city you're about to arrive in. For around a century and a half, things were, well, good. But not long ago, a group of scientists gathered and made research that showed time zones are maybe not such a good solution, especially when it comes to our health. We were here long before clocks and time zones, which is why we have our own time navigation system, biological clock. Yep, it dates from those cave times when a regular schedule for humans looked something like this. One, get up with the first rays of the sun. Two, catch something for lunch. Three, yeah, uh, try not to be eaten while outside. Four, try that cool thing with two rocks and weird sparks once again. Maybe something can really happen this time. Five, whoops, sun's gone, getting dark. Gotta go, bye. Electricity, agriculture, and civilization in general gave us a completely new lifestyle. But still, our biological clock is somewhere in there, ticking next to the rhythm of the sun and reminding us of those good old times. With time zones in place, some people more or less manage to catch up with the rhythm of the sun, but others have to get up when it's still dark outside.
take two cities on the opposite sides of the central time zone. In Nashville, Tennessee, the sun will start to come up at 6.30, while it's 7.30 in Amarillo, Texas. Time zones are really wide, so living on the western edge of one of them means you have a later sunrise. But people from both sides still have to get up at 6 a.m. to get to work. And there's sunset, too. When it's 8 p.m. in Nashville, it's around 9 p.m. in Amarillo, so people there get to enjoy the sunlight a little bit longer. When we see the natural light is fading, our body starts producing a hormone called melatonin. It's the one making you feel sleepy and desperate for a good rest. Scientists discovered that those living on the western side with a later sunset go to bed around 19 minutes later. Not much at first, but when you think about it, it's 115 hours of sleep you lose over just one year. No wonder you feel so exhausted. The research also said that people on the western side struggle more with health issues and stress. Even the wages of people are around 3% lower, since being on the wrong side also has negative effects on productivity. Oh man, it's such a release to finally blame my empty wallet on someone, or rather something. Now, where was I with that Amazon card? People from those areas mostly rely on artificial light, which is not following our biological clock, and by that can seriously disrupt our inner rhythm. Jet lag is something you go through when traveling from one time zone to another. When the difference is seven or eight hours, it can take a couple of days to feel like yourself once again. You just wander around like a zombie, can't fall asleep at some normal time, and can't even function during the day. Well, there's also this thing called social jet lag. It's not when you stay up all night scrolling through the Facebook feed. That one's actually on you. We can't blame everything on the sun. This is an actual term that describes a sleep schedule that's out of rhythm. In the end, it makes you feel irritable, tired all the time, grumpy, and unable to concentrate. So, if you live on the western side of a time zone, you probably struggle with social jet lag. And if you use electronic devices and rely on electric lights more than your body really needs, the lag will get even more serious. To sum it up, jet lag is when you go from one place to another, and that way, mess up your biological rhythm. And social jet lag is the disruption you have while being in the same place. Now. Tomorrow, when you wake up feeling like you're on the wrong side of the bed, well, don't be so harsh on yourself. Maybe it's just the wrong side of a time zone. And if you think this is a bad side of a time zone, check this out. Between Sweden and Finland, there's a small island split down in half. One is owned by one country, and the other by, well, the other. There's a one-hour difference between them which means the island, which is slightly bigger than your backyard, actually has two time zones. It's uninhabited, true, but imagine living there and trying to set up a coffee break with your friend. If either of you two is a person that's always late, at least in this case, you would have an excuse that's way better than, oh, the bus was late, not me. At the same time, while a small and unknown rocky island has two zones, China has only one. Even though it's almost as big as the continental United States, the whole country has one unified time, Beijing time. When it's 7 a.m. in Beijing, it's the same hour for everyone else, even 2,000 miles away. 
no matter if it's still dark there. That can lead to some serious health issues and even more hours of lost sleep. While trying to follow the official time, some people end up having their dinner at actual midnight. Schools, train stations, airports, restaurants, they all have to adjust to the one time zone, which is why schools sometimes have exams during the night, or restaurants may be open till some really strange hour. France, which is a way smaller country, takes the world's first when it comes to the number of time zones. It has 12. That's because France still has territories spread all around the world. The only ones out of the game here are the North and South Poles. Sorry guys, no time zones left for you. Come back some other time. <laughs>